0: Hi, I'm Steve Schwartz, co-founder of Unrivaled. Welcome to another episode of Beyond the Scoreboard. If you haven't heard our stories before, Beyond the Scoreboard is a show dedicated to highlighting the positive and innovative work that professional sports teams are doing for their fans and local communities. On today's show, we're talking with Brad Schoonmaker and Lydia Zayas, both from the Boston Red Sox Foundation. We invited Brad and Lydia on to talk with us about the Red Sox Scholars Program and its impact on the Boston community since its launch in 2003. Let's bring in Brad and Lydia now. Hello, Brad and Lydia. Thank you so much for joining us from Boston. Thanks, Steve. Glad to be here. Thank you. So excited to have you both on and to learn more about the Red Sox Scholars Program. Hey, Brad, let's start with you. Can you please give us a a quick and brief overview of the Red Sox Scholars Sure. The,
1: the, you know, the Scholars Program, Steve, was one of the first initiatives that was created by the Red Sox Foundation when the new ownership group took over in 2002. And, and really, it was a commitment then to Boston's youth to ensure that we could be an advocate and an ally in their pursuit of higher education and really make sure that we were ingrained in the educational landscape here in Boston. So what the Scholars Program really is is, it's a college success program. We used to talk about it as a college access program, and then we we don't want to get kids just to college. We want to help them get to through and beyond college. So we're starting to talk about it as more of a a college success program. And, you know, we select 12 Boston public school seventh graders each year, and we work with them throughout middle school, throughout high school to ensure that they're matriculating into college uh, and being successful after that. And the most special part about the program is its longevity. So we select these kids in seventh grade and then we're working with them for the next nine years. And that really helps us uh, make an impact.
0: Yeah, that's amazing. So when the program was first developed, was that the intent? Did you guys know to do that? Or is that something that you learned over time that you really needed to extend the program to start it in seventh grade and then reach it all the way through college?
1: It's definitely one of the things that we learned over time, Steve. We're always trying to figure out the evolution of the program, how to continue to, to tweak it, to make it better. And, you know, in the beginning, we, we just wanted to get these kids to graduate high school, give them the college scholarship to help them lower their debt. And, and then that was it. And then we realized that our college graduation rates weren't really where we wanted them to be. So we've put a lot of time and effort and resources into adding support elements to our program for college students. Lydia herself working specifically with a cohort of college students to ensure that they're succeeding. So it's definitely something that we've kind of added on to our programming as, as we've learned and, and saw some data that, that forced us to make some decisions on how to attack the areas in, in greatest need.
0: So Brad, that's all great information. Can you get into a little bit more about how the program itself works
1: Yeah, sure. And I think one of the things I'll start here, Steve, that makes us unique as a sports team foundation is that we're actually running our own internal programming. And I think that's really important to call out is that, you know, a a typical sports team foundation, you might think that they're, you know, just a grant giving organization to other really great nonprofits in the area that are then doing the work themselves. Uh, But we're actually doing the work here. So Lydia and a few other members of our team, are the red sox scholar staff so scholar enters into our program they're immediately matched with with one of our scholar staff as their mentor and we're going to work with them in a one-on-one capacity from the start of their eighth grade year all the way through their college graduation but we know we're not experts in everything so we have to partner with some best-in-class organizations in boston that are going to be able to give our scholars the knowledge and expertise in those areas whether it's specific FAFSA support to help them navigate the really tricky financial aid process while they're in high school or whether it's SAT prep you know Lydia and I aren't going to be you know sitting down doing SAT strategy with our scholars but there's organizations that really specialize in that so we're really trying to find uh, like I said these best in class organizations that are going to be able to give our scholars the knowledge and expertise that they need in combination with the one-on-one mentorship that they're going to receive from our staff at the foundation.
0: And when the scholars are ready to graduate from high school and continue within the program at the collegiate level, what type of scholarship do they get from the Red Sox Scholars Program?
1: So the Red Sox Scholars Program is, is the $10,000 scholarship that we promised them when they start the program at the end of their seventh grade year. We know that's not enough to completely close the gap, uh, but we're working really diligently with them during their high school years to ensure that they're aware, applying, um, and really going after a lot of other scholarships. And that $10,000 is then dispersed to them pretty strategically. Uh, we're not going to give it to them all in one fell swoop at the beginning of their freshman year. We want to be able to make sure we're allocating that scholarship you know, consistently throughout their college to lessen their debt load and ensure that their financial aid from their school isn't decreasing uh, because of a large gift that they might be getting from us. So that $10,000 is split up over the course of their four years or two years, whatever institution they attend.
0: Wow. Okay. Yeah. and, And Lydia, so glad that you're with us because you have a real unique perspective on this program. Can you tell us a little bit about your history Behind the program, you know, how you've been involved and and what the impact has been for you personally?
2: Of course. Um, I've actually, although I started full time with the Red Sox Foundation when I graduated college in 2015, I've actually been involved with the Red Sox Foundation and the Scholars Program for almost 20 years. Um, So I am myself a Red Sox Scholar. I was selected into the program when I was a fifth grader in 2004. Um, I like to think that because of me, we won the World Series that year.
0: (laughs) Right, sure. All the credit Um, goes to you.
2: Yes, exactly. Um, So for me, it was kind of like a dream come true. And being the first in my family to go to college um, and also graduate, it was just also having the promise of like having a family behind me. It was just like an extra team that when I couldn't go to my parents to ask something about whether something as small as considering college tours. I had that Red Sox Foundation and scholar family behind me. So for me, it's been very full circle to now run the program and help different scholars and, you know, help select them and then get them through high school, college. It's just been a very rewarding process for me, but also mentoring these students and letting them know that I was once in their shoes.
0: Right, right. And so Lydia, kind of take us through a day within the program?
2: Sure. So it was a little bit different when I was selected, just because, again, like Brad mentioned, the programming was a little bit different. Yeah. Um, so I'll kind of take you through what it is now, um, if that makes sense. But yep. when you're selected, you get to go into the Fenway Park's uh, field for a pregame ceremony where in front of 37,000 fans, you're introduced as a new Red Sox scholar. We work very closely with you and your family to then apply to high schools in Boston and just figure out what that means for you. And then as you start to go into high school, we really are intentional about career exploration. So making sure that we are exposing them to as many careers as possible. Who knew that at a veterinary school, you could be an artist because they need people to draw bones and different parts of animals. Um, So something that they don't think about, or you can Be working at a biotech company and be in their accounting uh, or legal department. So just making sure that we're exposing them to different careers. And then as we're getting closer to like the end of their high school career, really just focusing on like getting to college and just different financial literacy programs. And then once you're in college, it's really like Brian mentioned, making sure you get through it and helping um, helping you graduate with as little debt as possible, but also making sure that you're prepared to enter the workforce, whether that's coming in for mock interviews, helping with resumes, but just making sure that they're ready also to enter the workforce. And always, once a scholar, always a scholar. So um, I still consider myself a Red Sox scholar. We're in touch with all of our alums. We're currently at 325 Red Sox scholars, including our alums. So that's kind of a little bit of what we do.
0: And then Lydia, I also wanted to ask, what other organizations or partners do you have that helps you make this program a success and, and make it a reality?
2: So we work pretty closely with partners and sponsors from the Red who want to dive deeper into our community. Just some to mention is like BIDMC, every year our newest class of scholars goes into the NICU and meets with doctors there and just sees what it is to be a NICU doctor. There's different partners like Biogen. Our scholars are able to kind of get their hands dirty in an actual lab, which is pretty cool for a lot of our students. And then other sponsors like CVS and Synovian, who really are a partner with us when it comes to career exploration.
1: Yeah, and I'd add, Steve, some of our, you know, another one of our longstanding partners that a lot of fans will recognize the Jimmy Fund has been associated with the Red Sox and the Red Sox Foundation for a number of years and uh, the Jimmy Fund and Dana-Farber has a summer program where they've actually employed a number of our younger high school Red Sox scholars and their and for summer employment which has just been amazing but just to add on to what Lydia said we couldn't run the program as effectively as we do without these partners they're providing an experience for our scholars that we can't provide and they're providing opportunities that other kids in high school or middle school don't have. So being able to provide access and opportunity through places like Biogen and Dana-Farber and, you know, the others that Lydia mentioned is is really what, in my opinion, sets us apart.
0: Right, right. And then Brad, so tell me a little bit about uh, the application process and with 12 scholars per class, I'm assuming that it, it's probably pretty competitive to get in each year. So I'm curious about what it takes to apply and then what is the acceptance process that you guys go through?
1: Sure. It, it's definitely a competitive process. We receive hundreds of applications each year, which is amazing from you know Boston Public School seventh graders and narrowing down. Uh, all of those applicants to our 12 finalists is, is a huge task. And uh, to give you a better idea of the actual process, we make it a tough process because we want to really select students that are showing us a commitment, a Mm -hmm. commitment to themselves, a commitment to their education and, and thus a commitment to this process. So, you know, the application's a little lengthy, it's, you know, there's a written portion with a couple essays and and then we do interviews. Uh, We've done video interviews, which then are vetted by colleagues and some other partners and then we do live virtual interviews with our with our 25 finalists. So after we've narrowed it down to 25, uh, we bring those kids in for in-person interviews, which I don't know how you were in seventh grade, Steve, but I don't know if I could <laughs> handle an interview like that or if I could have handled an interview like that when I was in seventh grade. But you'd be amazed at the the maturity level and the poise and just the, the charisma of some of these seventh graders. And I'll tell you, when we need to narrow the list down from 25 to the final 12, that's a day that's really tough for Lydia and for myself because it's just it's tough it's really tough but uh, then calling those 12 uh, students that have been selected is probably the favorite day of the year we're literally changing the trajectory of of seventh graders lives hopefully you know we hope that we're doing that and so it's really a great day when we're able to do that
0: and tell me a little bit about the scholars why is it 12 students that are involved in the program what's the magic behind that number
1: so, you know, 12 was a number we landed on and, and I'm sure, you know, you do the math 325 over 18 years it doesn't equal 12 each year. We used to be at 25 scholars per year and we decreased it to 12 to really allow us to go deeper with each individual student. Uh, one of the things that Lydia and I really, really try to do is individualize the program and tailor our support to the scholars needs, goals, challenges, and, and so on. So Uh, As an example, we have a couple uh, students who are in the ninth grade now that are really interested in music and we had set up some career exploration type field trips with them at the Berkeley School of Music Uh, and that's not Mm. something we had typically done before Uh, and some of their classmates didn't go on that field trip but were exposed to an architecture firm because that's what they were really interested in. So the 12 members per class really allows us to, like I said, tailor the program, to each student's needs and goals and challenges, but it also allows us to really get to know them and be proactive with some of our intervention instead of being reactive.
0: Right, that makes a lot of sense because the more that you can tailor the program to someone's interests, my guess is the results are, are better. Tell me about what exactly have the results been?
1: Yeah, great question, Steve, and we have to be making an impact for us to continue it. We, we look at graduation rates as a real good barometer for, for how we're doing, and our high school graduation rate is at about 95, 96% over those years. So our Red Sox scholars are graduating high school at a very high rate, especially compared to their, their peers. 93% of our kids are enrolling in a two or four-year institution after high school, which is something we're really proud of for the past three years. We've had 100% of our high school seniors graduate and enroll in a two or four year institution. Uh, so we're really proud about the trajectory that we're on where classes are continuing to excel and succeed at a high level. Our post-secondary graduation rate is something that, that we're working on, uh, to be completely honest. And earlier I had mentioned that college programming or resources dedicated to our college students is something that we've added recently. Uh, and that's specifically to address our our college graduation rate. So to give you an idea in 2018 our cumulative post secondary graduation rate was at about 50% uh, and now in 2021 be at about 62% cumulative. So the lines moving in the right direction and that's directly yeah. associated in my opinion with us dedicating time, resources to those to those kids, you know, the program doesn't end in 12th grade. It ends when you have a job and you're gainfully employed, and you're a part of our alumni network. So, in that sense, it it might never end. But you know, we're looking at those graduation rates. But another thing that we look at is is your engagement in the program. Are you continuing to stay connected? Uh, one of the things we really try to hit home on right when you start the program uh, and you're selected in seventh grade before your eighth grade year is creating this sense of belonging. Uh, we know that a sense of belonging. Uh, is a huge contributing factor to high school success. Uh, So we're trying to instill that right away. And then we see, you know, if if this scholar is staying engaged with the program to through beyond college, similar to how Lydia, or maybe not as in-depth as Lydia is engaged. (laughs) Um, But if our alumni are staying engaged, that's a really good barometer of our success with that individual Red Sox scholar.
0: Excellent. And Lydia, for a rising uh, sixth grader, going to be a seventh grader next year, who's learning about this program, what advice would you give them as they're considering applying to the program?
2: Um, I would just say just apply, because you never know. We really look at the full picture when we're reading an application. It doesn't take a straight A student to become a Red Sox scholar. So just be on the lookout for when we release our applications, which are normally uh, right after the new year. You can find our application or updates on our website. So that is redsoxfoundation.org slash Scholars. And that's where you'll be able to find more information about our program and our impact as well.
0: Excellent. So in the application process, not only are you looking for how they're doing in school, but you're looking at how they're doing outside of school.
2: Yeah, we're looking to see if they're taking care of siblings at home or um, attending to school programs. So we really, we look at the full picture. Some, some of these scholars, you know, they may not have straight A's, but then they're going home to work a part-time job and help mom or dad raise a sibling. So we really do look at the full
0: picture. Yeah, I love that. I'll yeah, too, I
1: think that's a, uh, a common misconception is that we're looking for the 4.0 student who is a high flyer in every way, but we're really looking for a well-rounded group of 12 students. So we don't necessarily just look at the grades or look at their academic transcript. It's about a lot more than that.
0: That's fantastic because obviously there's a lot of different circumstances and maybe a lot of different reasons why you know, some of these students should be accepted uh, outside of just how their grades are in school. Now, outside of the, the kids who may want to apply to the program, sports fans in general, where should they go to learn more about the program and potentially to contribute?
1: Yeah, that, that's a great question, Steve. And, you know, Lydia mentioned our website. Uh, just a second ago, and that's a great resource to be able to learn learn about the program, learn about what we're doing, and, but then also I would say follow us on our on our social networks, on Instagram and, and Facebook and Twitter, uh, at Red Sox Fund, F-U-N-D. We're always posting about our students, their stories, what's coming up, uh, how you could specifically get involved, whether that's to donate or with your time. You know, we are always looking for other partners to help us with our programming. Lydia had mentioned all the career exploration that we do, trying to expose our scholars to the different career paths. Uh, so if, if you're working at an organization or a corporation that wants to get involved with our scholars, your time is valuable. Uh, even even 20 minutes, 30 minutes to tell our scholars about what you do, what your colleagues do and how they could get involved. That's tremendously valuable for our kids
0: outstanding. I'm sure that the Boston community at large, if they don't already know about the program and want to get involved, they will now. I hope so. Brad and Lydia, thank you so much for joining us on Beyond the Scoreboard. Really appreciate the insight that you provided on the Red Sox Scholars Program. Please keep up the good work and stay safe out there in Boston. Thank
2: you so much, Steve. We appreciate it.
0: Thanks, Steve.